Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. <laughs> I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! I think so. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, like, I believe it's it's it sounded Hugo. it sounded like an expletive. I uh, uh, I saw that movie this past weekend. That's from Secret Life of Pets. Right? Yes, it is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah the, I, I saw the, it. The headbanging yeah. poodle. Yeah, I saw I it in the saw uh, it this weekend. I yeah. saw it in the prep sheetica, and yeah. uh, it was the first. It was immediately the song came to mind. I'm like, we're opening with this. Yeah, yeah. It was good. I really yeah, liked I it. liked it. It, it was, was cute. Uh, it was, I thought Kevin Hart was really funny. He's always funny. Yeah, but I mean, I just I don't know. I really enjoyed the. I, I enjoyed the whole thing, but I, I really like. I thought Kevin Hart's stuff was really funny. Depp Ryan Lynch. Who knew? He write that? Yeah. Oh, Jeez. I didn't know that. Yeah. How about that? Who knew? How about that? Little Brian Lynch. And it got greenlit for a sequel. Imagine that. I know. That's not such a secret life anymore, though. No, they, not, they gonna, not so much. How's that going to go? He's a, he's, a, he's a busy boy, that, that Lynch. And his wife's a busy lady. Who's his wife? She works on Rebels. Oh, does she? Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? It's a lot of talent he, in that you, family. You and that kid is cute. You think he still listens to this program? I don't know. Hey, Brian Lynch, if you still listen to this program, give us a call at the GVM line. 425-920-6050. And uh, let us know you're alive. I'm betting no. Fair enough. That's what, <laughs> just what I'm thinking. You never know. Uh, you know who does uh, still listen to the program, though? Uh, uh, Mike of his prime. Was, oh yeah, I was yes, about to say does. tens of thousands of other people. Um, yes, Mike of his prime. He he did call in. You you called him out last week. Uh, did I call him out, or did I just tell a story? That, well, and then I think was... you. Well, no, yeah, you told the story, and I think you asked him to confirm some information. Oh, I did. Yeah, okay. I think I think you you the story involved the timing of about six weeks to learn something, wasn't it? In guitar. It was yeah. guitar here. It was the fire and flames, the flames. on the yeah, guitar yeah. here on easy, right. mind you. And uh, he called to confirm it was, in fact, four weeks. He said it was about a month. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. To me, it seemed longer. Well, you know, but everything that took place down in that yeah. apartment. I mean, the song itself well, is an eternity, uh, so. It is. Well, it is an eternity. That clock's yeah. in at about 45 minutes, I think. <laughs> and, so. uh, yes, and he hearkened us back to those thrilling days of yesteryear. Thrilling days of yore. I, I know. I know. Look, I know. <laughs> I know maybe from Mike of his prime, maybe it was not a terrific time. Sure. 
But for me, it was an okay time. Yeah. Okay time. Yeah, before, a... before things really, really hit the fan. Yeah, you were still juggling the shit, but it hadn't quite hit the fan yet. I, I re- yeah. I mean, like, I, yeah, it was, it was there. Like, I was managing to keep all the balls in the air. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then just, they just hit the yeah. fan. Yeah. And they, yeah. they all fell. Yeah, no. Falling wouldn't just really cover it. Felt, they, like, were... they fell and were shot laying yeah. on the floor. They bounced erratically, breaking, you know. Everything. Ming Dynasty vases. Me. (laughs) They they bounced erratically and broke me. But anyway, in any event, here we are. But that was that was that was a nice time back then. This is uh, episode four hundred and eighteen of Geek Stuff. We're calling this one Overload Part Two. Yeah, we have no uh, problem with the title this week, do we? No, no, no problem. Kind of, kind of drilled in there. We're gonna gonna pick up where we left off uh, with all this con stuff. Well, there there was a handful of things in the news, um, and then I just wanted to quickly go over some of the stuff that I had picked up. Oh yeah, it was kind of product, cool. sir. Um, and then and then there's just a boatload of news for this week, so we should probably just get right into. Yeah, it, let's yeah? do it. All right, so stuff that we kind of didn't address last week, but we can. Some of this stuff is really quick too. Um, Voltron Legendary Defender got confirmed for a second season, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's that much of a shock. What's a shock is that they're saying it's going to come. Before the end of 2016. Which means they were already working on it. Right. They, they, they were already like, yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> and if we don't get it, that shit goes direct to DVD. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, win, so win. That, will be, uh, that will be coming to Netflix. And as long as you don't live in Pennsylvania, you won't have to pay that 1% tax. Are they paying 1% tax on Netflix? On Netflix now. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. Uh, it, Pennsylvania is the only state in the union. I think it goes into effect soon. Uh, they are now charging you an additional 1% for certain digital media. Inc- it's being called the Netflix tax, but it also applies to digital downloads of books, music, wow. um, and uh, other things. What the fuck is that all about? The, what the, they have a $1.3 billion deficit or million-dollar deficit. Budget billion. Deficit, it's got to be yeah. billion. Uh, budget deficit. And they're trying to figure out a way to do it. So they're charging you an additional 1% digital wow. content tax or some shit. Of course it's scary because that means it might it might spread if some of these other if it takes know, off there. If it takes off there. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and it will could, because what the fuck choice do you have? Yeah. They could solve it really simply by just initiating some sort of hillbilly tax. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think they make more than 1% really quick. Exactly. A, a, pe- tax a, pencil, the a pencil taxi as it were. A pencil taxi, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, every time someone punches a Santa Claus in Philadelphia, how about that? They gotta pay a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars extra. How about that? Punch that'll a solve, Santa jar. That'll solve the de- deficit in a month. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Come on, let's lose every Pennsylvania listener. <laughs> hey, here's an idea. What about uh, why don't they hit them Amish up for some fucking donations? <laughs> every, huh? every time someone in Pennsylvania has to argue about who makes the better cheesesteak, <laughs> there, the <laughs> there you go. Two hundred dollars goes in the jar. How about the uh, uh, additional uh, tax on those uh, covered wagons that the <laughs> the Amish from the 19th century is still driving around? I think a shoe fly pie tax. <laughs> That's oh, man. Quilt tax. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. But if it's made by the Amish, they can hit that shit twice. twice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right? Not only that, but they will get OGs and my money like that. And a, and a beard with no mustache tax. Oh, there you go. That's it. That's, I mean, that's that'd be huge. That is a good one. Mm. That's it that is a really good yeah. one. See, yeah. there you go. There's plenty of there stuff. The witness tax. There's plenty of ways to that's raise it. it without charging What's that, the Keystone tax? State? It is. Why don't they start, I don't know, making some Keystones? <laughs> like, I, I don't know, something. Nah, ain't gonna happen. 
Uh, Blair Witch at yes. San Diego Comic Con. God, how the hell did this make our news? Uh, well, uh, the, a the, couple of reasons the, it made the, the news. slyness of this. That's what it is, is. Wonderful. That's what it is. Um, I'm I'm a found footage freak, and it goes back to the first Blair Witch that I actually saw under the impression that it was the real deal. Like right. I, I had only seen the quote unquote news stories, and then went into this movie blind like that, and that. That fucking disturbed me yeah. for like days until I saw those three assholes that you know sipping lattes <laughs> at Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, and you're like, oh, As you got, this, this was brilliant. This was this was a brilliant, brilliant move. Uh, so I've been into found footage ever since, and I follow Simon Barrett, who's involved with the film on on Twitter, and he was talking constantly about the woods, the woods is the woods in the woods, the woods is in. He, you know, the woods, the woods. I'm like, oh, that sounds like an interesting horror, horror film. I'm I'm kind of up on it. See what this is all about. And then they they drop this bombshell. And I think they out Ten Cloverfield Lane, Ten Cloverfield Lane, yeah. With with sneaking this one in under, under the radar, even even for for a reveal like this, th- this is a monster. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how it how it happened, but um, I I saw the trailer. Did you guys see the trailer? Did you I did. Yes. Watch it? Uh, what I thought was interesting about the trailer is it technically takes place years after the original Blair Witch, right? But it has a very Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two. Sort of like there's there's a certain amount of rebootiness that bit. I felt, and it's it's basically it's a team that's uh, exploring the woods right. uh, to try and find answers to uh, to the original. Uh, I think it's the the brother of right. uh, is it Heather? Heather's in the first film, Correct. right? Heather, um, and it's it's her brother kind of f- trying to find answers and all that. And it's my understanding as well that they are they're pulling a uh, uh, like a, a Highlander sort of thing here and and. Uh, Book of Shadows or whatever it was. Yeah, the sequel. yeah. Uh, doesn't exist. I don't think it ever existed. Right. This, this is the sequel we deserve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also, out of uh, Comic Con, we got our first full trailer for Kong. Yep, Skull Island. <laughs> Skull Island. Um, I think it looks fucking great. I am on board with that. Oh yeah, Kong totally. is huge in the film. Um, they're clearly setting up for Kong vs Godzilla. Clearly. <laughs> um, but I, I thought it looked pretty good. I actually am pretty excited about that. Um, we got our new Sherlock trailer. Yep. Um, as well. Um, that looks really good. That Toby um, Jones is the villain, right? Yes. Season four. Yes, yeah. I think so. But Moriarty is sort back. of back. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of rearing his head. We don't know what the story is. We don't know what that no, is. No, Toby Jones is definitely playing a, the villain role. That's what I... I like Toby Jones. That. I do too. Yeah, Refresh me. Where do I know him from? Uh, uh, in Cold Blood. Yeah. He played uh, Truman Capote. Oh Jesus! He was, oh oh! He, uh, why am I going uh, there? Uh, what's his name? Arnim Captain Zola. Arnim Zola. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cap. Yeah. And he's been. And, the hell and am I going there for? And he really reached back for I that. No. And, and in a billion other things, he he pops up. In 1964, his debut. In... Did you ever see that movie with the little guy in it? That was Toby Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was Peter Dinklage. I'm, t- I'm take. No, I said little guy. <laughs> not oh. not really little. Guy. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Um. <laughs> There was. Also... I took that from Ted Two. Did yeah. you see that yet? Which was T- that? Ted Two. I did not. No. Ted Two. I know girl... I'm supposed to because of the Flash Gordon. The girl. Uh, oh yeah, but the the girl in the movie, <laughs> they go. You don't know who Samuel L. Jackson is. You ever see any movie ever? He's the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. Um, we got some confirmation and news on the Tick, uh, series that's coming to Amazon. The pilot is going to be available on Amazon. I think August nineteenth. And then, of course, this week we got some uh, disturbing. Some, were they disturbing? Yeah, I didn't think they were disturbing. I did. I was okay with them. No. Um, some some visuals from the show. We have one here in the Encyclopedia Prepsitica. I'm, but I'm, 
chaptering through to find it now. But there was more that appeared online other than this. I, I don't this know. one I right here is disturbing as hell. Why? That costume's terrible. Why? Because it's because it's textured instead of yeah yeah. But you I, know I what, think though? I think they're going. That's I think that's a bit there. I think that's heading a, towards yeah. Uh, with that level of detail and texture and whatnot, it's I, it's a very modern superhero outfit that I, I think is going to be uh, uh, a a place of humor. Yeah, I th- you know what? I don't know. It, it's weird because if you remember when they announced this plot, they said that they were going to attempt to keep the humor, but take a somewhat more uh, serious approach to the character. And we were all like, "How do you be serious with the tech?" You can't. But it, I, even though the Patrick Warburton version of the tick was. Meh, what it was. The costume did look like a giant rubber bendy doll. That's fine. I'm not <laughs> saying that. I'm not saying that it needs to look like a giant rubber bendy doll. But there's there's also a simplicity to the character, and I think visually this just complicates things. I don't know. I, 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 I have, to me. I have to see it in action. To, I, to make I, that I'm sorry, and I don't. And the Patrick Warburton. I mean, you, we can say where its flaws were, and that was in its creation. But I'm sorry. I still go back to the animated series. I, I do, too, and of course. that's what they need to translate. If they translated that like that to TV. But the problem is that, we're again, we're falling into that, that deadly trap of of trying to judge something based on I know. just the law. I'm just giving you a first impression. I, that's why I, maybe I, it'll be when I first saw different. it, it yeah. was jarring because yeah. it's like this is not what he looks like so, mostly. But again, I don't know. I I, can't, I like the guy that's playing him. Sure. By the way, I can't remember. Oh, his name Peter Sarafinowitz yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. He was great in Guardians. Yeah. And, and what a bunch of a hoes. Yeah. Can I can I just give you a recent example? Maybe it'll maybe yeah. it'll help. Like I thought, the second trailer for Suicide Squad made the movie look as though it may be watchable. We'll get there. You're jumping you see, ahead. But do you see what I'm saying? I, I I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Uh, and last, the last trailer I wanted to hit, we got a full trailer for Fantastic Beasts. And where to find them? Uh huh. Um, and then, of good. course, this this week, uh, the Cursed Child came yeah, out. Came um, out as well. Uh-huh. I have not read that yet. Opened in um, London as well. Apparently. It did. It sold did. out. Raving reviews ever. Yeah. Apparently, uh, yeah. Most says, people are, are are enjoying it. What I what I recommend too. If you want to read a uh, a wonderful review uh, about it that was written actually quite a while ago, look up on Twitter um, a a person by the name of West End Producer. Okay, uh, and this is one of those mystery Broadway pr- producer types of people based out of uh, out of England, and uh, uh, wrote a and it, it's spoiler free, I promise, but it is it's an it's an amazing review of uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Nice. Uh, it, it's apparently it's sold out forever over yeah, there. Number one and number two, J.K. Rowling said this is it for Harry. But I've been no saying, more Harry stories. I've been she, saying she said that for a while. Last time, I know. I'm just. Well, I don't know. I've been saying for a while that. John she Harrison's should, not con either. She should move away. <laughs> yeah. She should move away from Harry, but not abandon the universe. And right. of course, we did get confirmation this week that they've already greenlit Fantastic Beasts 2, right. the film, and she's involved in that. So she's not abandoning the franchise. She's just abandoning the that's character. It, yeah, Harry. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I think I think you can leave him behind mm-hmm. and, and explore other things. Agreed. In the wizarding world that she created. Um, other than that, I think. I think all I had left was product, unless you guys had something else from 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 San Diego you wanted uh, to talk about. No, I did find out though there was a there was an exclusive that I was not aware of, which is um, the movie realization Tamashi Star Wars line, uh-huh. the Star Wars samurais and stuff. Yep. 
There was a there was an exclusive trooper. It was a red guard. Go- it was a trooper. Yeah, trooper. Black oh. black pauldrons. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't who know was that selling either. it? Tamashi. I don't even see their booth. They were there. Uh, I saw the Kodo booth. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the Tamashi booth. Okay. Yeah. Um, Found that out. Had to pick that one up on the fly. I picked up some good stuff while I was there. Oh, I know that. Not, not a lot. I picked up a couple Funko pieces. The mm-hmm. the BB-8 with the thumbs up was one of them. Nice. Um, I'm trying. A couple of the Harry Potter ones I picked up as well. Um, and the Vanellope Von Schweetz. Wreck it, Ralph. Piece, right? Um, nice, because I had to get that. Um, and also, thank you for scoring me the uh, challenge coin yes. from uh, QMX for the uh, the Firefly uh, Serenity ch- uh, challenge coin. I uh, I got that for myself as well, and then I also got the uh, the Jane uh, hat lapel pin. The nice. very cunning, I think it is. Yes, is it the, the pin size. Um, uh, it's behind you, actually. I think uh, on top of the BB-8 here in the studio. Behind you, mess. sir. There it is. Um, um, studio mess. I was actually Pretty very cunning. I was very reserved um, this year. I tried not to get a ton of exclusive, mostly because there wasn't a lot of stuff I wanted, and right. there wasn't the stuff that I needed. Um, I did get the Icons Green Arrow statue. Um, I got some prints from uh, one of our friends, Christopher Uminga. Oh, picked up a print from him. Nice. He had a Gravity Falls print. Are you pulling it out there? I I I, I haven't am. seen I haven't seen Gravity Falls. Now this is the one that's over already, right? It is over. Yeah. Oh, look at the one on the back. So I, I went there. <gasps> and is that Omega? It is. Oh, so, wow. So he had, a, he had a sale going on. If you bought any two prints, you got a third one for free. Nice. So I was picking up a Gravity Falls for myself. And then a friend of the show, uh, Chad, uh, who you know. You know Chad. Yes. Chad Chad. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, he was like, Chad, uh, he was he was like, he's a huge Gravity Falls fan. He's like, sure. there's not a lot of stuff. Can you get me a print? So I picked up a print and they were like, you get a free print. And I was like, fucking I, I want that Rick and Morty one. Yeah. So I got that Rick and Morty print. And like, thank you for this as well. I appreciate that. Not no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is spectacular. Yeah, yeah. I love his Check that out. Nothing and like it. Yeah, it's cool. Oh. Um, and so that's, that's now my second. Uh, Rick and Morty print, by the way, because I have one from Caesar as well. Right, right. Uh, friend of the show, Caesar. Hide that quick. I got sticky hands. Um, I also <laughs> ew. ew. Um, I also picked up. You just um, suck. I also got the Hot Topic exclusive Rick Pop, um, and I got it signed by Justin Roiland while I was there oh, too. Oh, oh, yeah. I think I saw that. Yeah, he's up there. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, that's he, right. He's saw up there. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What else? What else? Have oh, because he has the portal gun. right? He has the portal gun. Oh yeah. yeah. Do they have Morty or just Rick? They do, but I I don't like the Morty. Oh yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I guess for completion, but do I really? I, I it's don't kind know. of it's kind yeah. of plain. It's, now, and Morty, it's plain. And in defense of that, know, is kind of his, plain. But his 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 ball sack mouth chin thing that they that yeah. they tried to translate yeah. <laughs> didn't work. It, it looks not not so good. Ball not, sack mouth chin yeah. thing. You know, you know, so you know that. You know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. It originated on um, Family Guy. Something that I did not pick up uh, at the con itself, but I got after the con via eBay, and it goes on sale at Sideshow.com this week, uh, or next week, I think, is the R2 Me Too book. So Sideshow had an R2-D2 custom show. Oh, yes. And you can get that book on their website. Yes, but it's, yeah. it's only available for pre-order right now. Correct. But someone had it up on eBay right. for cost, so I... Are you, are you nailed it? Oh, yeah. It's, oh, and it showed funny. up. I have it. Oh, let me see. Oh, I got to get that. Oh, it's awesome, dude. 
It's awesome. Oh, look yeah, at this. It's... Yeah, we. You know. Now here's what's ironic about this. Did they? They didn't have any of these on display. They right? had all of them on. Oh, display. they did. Yeah, that's good because I saw a bunch of them. I didn't get to see all of them. Right. They were right at. If you walked past the booth. On any angle, if you walk past the booth on any side, right. you saw a handful of them. Because they I had them all saw, over the place. I saw a number of these at Celebration. Oh, okay. In Florida last year. Or, sorry, in California last year. Um, oh, man. Did you see that one live? Uh, no, I don't that think is I saw that one live. Unbe- I know. It's like a rusted out. I mean, yeah. I, it, they're amazing. Yeah, pass that over to Pete Kaler. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's actually that's actually on on, on my list of things that I wanted to get. So, Um, and so was the Gold Stormtrooper. Yes, I didn't get that. No, Um, a a sort of Comic Con exclusive, but not really. I guess was that was that the Star Wars Black Series Astromech three pack that was Toys R Us. That wasn't exclusive, but it wasn't at the con though. It was only available through the stores. But it was, but they called it a San Diego exclusive. I think it was available at the con. I don't think so. Are you sure? I'm almost I, positive. I'm pretty sure that dude. Well, was... I, I scored one at Toys R Us this past week. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And, and not only did I score one at Toys R Us, because I know you said you had two and you I were did. one. Um, but they have a lot of them. So if you're looking for this, oh, my yeah. Toys R Us had about 15 of them. Wow. So they're not hard to come by. Right. Assuming, so, you know. So you're... glad I bought those. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing that I got. The piece de resistance oh, yeah, for sure, myself. Sure. And I'm regretting not getting both of these now. What was the other? Oh, it was the villains one. It was the, yeah, the foot soldiers one. Don't you have a friend? I, I do. But these are not available online after the con. I'm aware. Um, because, well, they're, logistically, they're not allowed to. I'm aware. Um, but this is the NECA TMNT video game Turtles 4-pack. It's amazing. Did you see this, PK? Uh, I've seen photos of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's actually really it's amazing. I love it. Uh, so when you open it up, the window packaging looks like the old arcade game. Yeah, that and that's it's that's what the, strikes me the most. It's right it's got right the off joystick of the arcade. And yeah, and NECA's been doing these video game styled figures for a while now. That's now is that uh, is it the is it the actual artwork from the video game or do they recreate it for this? No, actually. Um, uh, Chris Ramo is one of the gentlemen who works over at NECA. He's, he's a friend of mine. He actually does a lot of the packaging work for them. Right. And uh, he he did the packaging for this. He recreated it. Recreated. Okay. Yeah. He recreated it. Nice. The, uh... Do we know who's uh, the April O'Neil here that they're uh, utilizing? Yeah. I, I, I think this is public information. Well, it is now. Let me not. see it. Let me um, see it before you say it. You're not going to know. Oh, I'm not? No. I don't think you're going to. Do you know Chris Ramo? I think I know Chris. Why? Is it his lady friend? It's his wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because um, they needed a stand-in yeah, or, sure. or something. So. Um, but, uh, but and she's lovely, too. She's a, she's a sweetheart. And Chris is awesome. Chris is a fantastic artist. Um, this is brilliant. Oh, you met Chris. This at, is um, brilliant. You met Chris, Ken, at I did. Um, uh, New Jersey Comic Expo yep. last November. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. He had that ash print. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Naked hit it out of the park with this. These, I mean, these, I know, these are. I agree. I, I'm not a turtles Amazing. guy, but I, I mean, shit, I, I would be tempted by this. They look, they look fantastic. And I'm pretty positive I'm not opening this. You know my rules. My rules are open or, or die, but the packaging is too nice. You did such a good job with the packaging. I, I, I want to figure out way. a way to display it with the flap down, almost like the arcade. That so said. Like screen, you know, I got to figure out a way to do it. Uh, I mean, you can The articulation it. on here is so crying for display. 
I know, I know. Um, I mean, can you open it? I, I mean, it looks like it's, yeah, you I mean, can open it. I might it totally put them back. I yeah. might yeah. be able to open it. I might be able to take them out and display them in front of the bubble yeah, using like a clear stand, mm. which I thought about, and then just have the flap down like the arcade top, which is kind of what I was That's thinking. That's a hell of a display. That's a, sp- I mean, like space wise. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but I, I'm not, make it work. but I'm sure. committed to display. You know no, how I, I know, I know. You can make that like a back row sort of thing. Yeah, or somewhere. I'll find somewhere. Be like the centerpiece of the the works. I'm just ecstatic that NECA is doing turtle stuff again. Because for a while, it had stopped. Sorry, I'm just going to put this out there. Yeah. Black and whites. They're the best black and whites ever done. Best turtle figures ever made. Yeah, even the Playmates black and whites, they don't stand up to the NECA one. No. And those new quarter scale figures that are coming out from NECA, Holy shit. Yeah, they're really good. I need fucking Donnie. What was the... Uh, they're the movie version, and they are amazing. Who's doing... Sideshow's doing, like, 6th scale or 12th scale they, figures. They, I, in my opinion, they're nice, but... It's, again, it's somebody those, else's interpretation. Those NECA ones... Yeah, I know. ...are insane. Well, that's cool. Insane. So I'm so happy that they got that license back. Cool. And uh, and now I want, uh, I want NECA... To uh, I want Neca to do uh, um, the the villain from Stranger Things. Just gonna say that, Randy, Chris, if you're listening, that's my suggestion. Oh man, now I gotta watch that. You have to create the Dormagon. I'm just saying because no one would do it like you guys. So it's like six episodes, right? It's eight episodes. Oh, I could blow through that, and it's amazing. Yeah, I heard. There Everybody's... is there isn't a single misstep. I know. Everybody is is so talking and crowing about this thing. I can't. I and, can't wait to see it. And honestly. and you. You, more than almost anybody else I know, other than maybe Mikey, and and you certainly as well, because you're a longtime gamer, mm. you have to watch it. it. There's so much D&D stuff oh, really? in it. So much D&D stuff in it. Okay. And, and there's just so many references. It takes place in the 80s. Right. It's a retro, th- and, and it's just so good. The- and when, when Oda Ryder's in it. And is awesome. I heard. And the the four kids. She also took place in the eighties. She she did. No. And the four kids. 90s, um, sir. The four kids are are stellar. Eighty eight for Beetlejuice. Late eighties. Yeah. Yeah. She started to take off. Yeah. The nineties were her decade though. Yeah. Um, beginning part. Eighty eight. Yeah. Beetlejuice still eighty eight. You need, counts. You need to watch it because we need to talk about it. Okay. So that's your homework assignment. Oh. At least start it. Oh boy! Do does, does that sound eight, fair? Eight eight episodes. Is it hour long? It's an hour long. Yeah. Eight hours. Yeah, you do yeah. you do like one and a half a night. My time is significantly limited for the next couple of weeks. Me, but, uh, yeah. you know your lines. You're fine. <laughs> Here's a testament to it. My wife was glued to the to it as well. I mean, we were watching like three episodes, four episodes a night one night. It's, wow, it's that good. Okay, it's it's fan- fantastic. I'm prepared. So we'll, we'll talk I, about. You know, it. Listen, who needs no, sleep? Number number PK, one, who needs number one sleep? preacher fan over here. I yeah. still have not had time to see the finale. I'm, I, as soon as I get home tonight, <gasps> I am watching that. Look at that face. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's been so hard to dodge oh, all the spoilers. My God. I have. A, I have. We'll talk off air. Yeah. I have a prediction okay. as far as where I believe it's going in relation to uh, the fate of the town. Okay. And uh, and sort of where the the books themselves kick off. I have I have my thoughts and predictions where I think it's going to go. Okay. Ooh. And I know it's going to be. I, either way, I know it's a batshit finale, and I'm going to be satisfied no matter what. There, there's one or two but, parts that are a bit ridiculous, but they're good well, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, but they're like, they're almost 
too ridiculous, but they work. They I, really work again, in the world that they've created. It's Preacher. Yeah. <laughs> it, we'll talk about that next week, too. So, spoiler, if you haven't watched it, you have another week to watch both of those because we're going to talk the shit out of them next week. <laughs> well, we're going to be reviewing a lot of stuff next week. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's move on. All righty. Let's get into some of the other news from this week. We're saving Suicide Squad for segment two before anybody gets their pen. Why are the they bunch. talking about Suicide Squad? All right. Rocketeer. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I knew that was gonna. I knew that was gonna upset you. This is fucking retarded, Bill. Now, so now this is not. Uh, this is not a reboot, right? It's a sequel. No, it's a sequel. Okay, you talk about it because you could talk about it more educatedly oh, than man. I can. It takes place. I think they say several years. Do they say? Wait, now I'm. Yeah. I'm paging through the encyclopedia. Oh, here we go. Uh, that, that, six uh, years after the original. Six Rockets years here. after the and. A uh, C chord is missing, right? right? Isn't that what they say? Yes. Set six years after Ridge Rocketeer, after C chord uh. has vanished while fighting the Nazis, an unlikely new hero emerges, a young African-American female pilot who takes up the mantle of Rocketeer in an attempt to stop an ambitious and corrupt rocket scientist from stealing jetpack technology in what could prove to be a turning point in the Cold War. Gay! Stupid, bad, pandering nonsense. She's also gay? I didn't, I didn't see. No, the idea, sir, oh, is no. passively just, aggressively just gay. You know, you, you could get in uh, you can get in some hot water for... Uh, for what? For, for, for saying it's gay? For, uh, you know, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Come get me, Disney. Get in line. Uh, this is just, this is possibly the worst idea since New Coke. <laughs> I mean, wow. it's it, bad. Now you're you're a, a, a longtime Rocketeer fan. I just I love I the original mean, movie. And I, the I never book read the before comics, the movie. Never read and, the books. Oh yeah. Huge. Is there any precedent for this? Nothing. Well, it's, it's it's always Cliff C. Gordon. Absolutely. That's it. It's there's no precedent. Here's the precedent. Disney wants to just pander to every single group possible. Let's just look at it. A young African American pilot. It's six years after the first one. First one was what, 38? Mm. Right? 39, yeah. 40, 41, 42, 43, 44. So it's either right at the end of the war. So there's a black female pilot, young black female pilot, just happening around in the late 40s, huh? In the mid 40s? Hmm. Unless, I mean. An angle could be uh, you had the whole Tuskegee Airmen yeah. from that time period. Yeah. Is it possible she she sure. you know sure and sealed her identity as a female? She's female. Was, was yeah, sure. No, it's fine. And now I'm going to get at that I'm sexist and I'm racist. But you know what? I'm not. If they wanted to do a sequel to the goddamn Rocketeer, do a goddamn sequel to the Rocketeer or or reboot the franchise. I'm not or that reboot I'm, the franchise. Not that I'm one for reboots, but this is one that actually Seriously. probably could be Don't, rebooted. It, as you should tie that tight to the original. Yeah. yeah. Gonna, with, you know what? And with all due respect. The film by Joe Johnson is amazing. Yeah, it's it's a great an amazing film. film. Yeah, it's such a fun and film. And if you have to, if you feel like now's <clears> the time to do something about it, I'm not against that because I'm a fucking Rocketeer fan. Man, but this woefully, pandering nonsense is ridiculous. Hopefully, unsung score from that film, too. Yeah, agreed, doesn't get, get as much credit as it should. Yeah, great, agreed. great score. And this is, I mean, I'm so like, I, I. I think OG sent me this. For, did you send me this first? Or Probably. did Booker, Booker send me this? Oh, no. Booker tagged us in it. Yeah. And I was just like, I was just yelling at the top of my lungs. Like, this is outrageous now. This yeah. is just unbelievable. Like, what? Like what in the, who is sitting in an office in Disney and goes, 
I got it. Let's do the Rocketeer. But mm. it's a black female pilot. The other problem with this, too, six years from the original, Billy Campbell does not look six years older no. from his last appearance in the Rocketeer and universe. that's fine. So you can't use why, him either. Which is why either you replace him or you reboot like OG said. Yeah, I don't have a problem start with, from scratch. I don't have a problem with either one of those. Even if it's even if it's... Uh, even if it's 30 years later and you got old Rocketeer and maybe he's training the new kid Rocketeer in the fucking 50s or whatever, you know, like Harrison Ford style, yeah. right? I don't even have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is I'm in my there's rocket no, chair. there's no, <laughs> the rocket chair. <laughs> uh, I have no, uh, there's no precedent for this whatsoever except uh, pandering Shock value. Yeah, That's I, it. I, this is a Marvel comic move. This is a Marvel comics move. Like, I, I don't get but, it. But, Why? You know, Marvel, at least, I, I think, has a better handle on justifying what, what could be con- thought of as a, as a pander, but at least they've, they've got a better grip of, of a justification. Yeah, this, and, and is it because uh, the Jungle is, Book producer, uh, Brigham Taylor, out is set to produce the film with unlikely pair of L.A. Clippers power forward Blake Griffin and Carolina Panther center Ryan Cauley. Callie? Is it, is it because it's all, with all due respect, is it because it's all black people? So it has to have a black protagonist and a black female protagonist nonetheless? What what the hell? What the hell? That's not a sequel to this movie. There's no way this is a sequel. This is this is a different universe. There's no way this takes place. And I can't, I'm stunned that Disney would even – I'm stunned that they would do this. I, I think what is it? In response to the fact that there's one black princess, uh, Disney princess that nobody saw the movie for? Not our fault. Why are you punishing Rocketeer fans? Wow. Damn. Blanny, get your gun. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Let's move on. <laughs> it's not uh, funny. <laughs> It's not funny. This is one of my sacred movies. No, I know. That's not funny. That was funny. (laughs) The first three episodes. Hey, wait. No. And and in an additional announcement, uh, they're going to be making um, another Escape from New York uh, sequel. It's called Escape from San Francisco. And this time, it's going to be a black, gay, transgendered woman playing Snake Plissken. Now, if anybody, now if they did that, we are so getting hashtags thrown at us. That's all right. <laughs> For what? I just, just because. What we? I, I disagree with this choice. I think it's pandering. I think because of the people who are clearly involved in the making of the film, these are the demands that they're making. I don't think it's appropriate. Okay. Good. I, I, I don't disagree. I don't with disagree. You either, no. I know you just yeah. want to let me say it, so well, every, I look like the racist this week well, instead of you. We're we're avoiding being soundbiteable. Actually, we're leaving that all. <laughs> no, I, someone pulling sound bites from our show suddenly. <laughs> hey, did you guys hear what Big Kev said? He said transgendered person. Ooh, this is a widely regarded podcast, sir. Sir, <sighs> with all due respect, I feel like I didn't cross any lines there. All right, I felt like I spoke my mind the way I feel. And I'm very hurt. I'm very hurt by this. Marvel and Netflix have announced that all of the episode titles for the upcoming Luke Cage series are going to be named after uh, songs by the East Coast hip-hop group Gangstar. And we've got the first three, I think. uh, Oh, are they not in here? Oh, balls. Oh, yeah. Moment of Truth, Code of the Streets, 
and who's gonna take the weight um i don't really know gangstar at all not at but all. all three of those episode titles sound pretty good to me i'm excited for luke cage i really yeah. am i like mike coulter i thought he was great on jessica jones um i'm a little thrown that he's black but i thought he was a uh, i thought he was a, a young no! a young <laughs> you know I, I thought he was you being know! portrayed by a young white male cisgendered you know target bathroom using photograph taking i I know i know (laughs) nobody agrees with me that that rocketeer idea is just awful pill popping (laughs) (laughs) fuck both of them um we did disagree we we don't disagree i'm really excited for luke cage (laughs) i don't know who gangster is but i like those three titles um so there you go I'm thinking Gangstar cool. is a black guy. Um, I'm think I, now is Gangstar a guy? Is Gangstar a group? Is he an '80s arcade game villain? I want to know. Is he related to Lone Star? Does he perhaps also drive a Winnebago? How does this work? It's, I'm not. It's the group Gangstar. Gangstar. Yeah. So it's a group of individuals. Yes. Uh, this past week we got some photos, some videos, etc. Of uh, Tyler Hochlin, 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 um, portraying Superman in next season, Supergirl season two. I gotta admit, the one photo—I've only seen the one photo. The one photo was horrible. He looks like John Hamm and Rowan Atkinson yeah. had a love child. Here's the problem with that photo. So then, actual set photos came out, and actual photos of him on set in the costume, mm-hmm. and a photo of him actually like starting to change out of the costume and it became apparent that whoever released that photo a little overboard with the photoshop that morning oh really oh my god dude if you saw side by side like what he actually looks like versus that promo shot it's almost it's two different people you're talking like like beefing him up no 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 they 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 made him skinnier they made him kind of soft and dodgy looking in that promo photo he doesn't look that bad in the actual set photos hmm I actually think he looks pretty good. Not okay. going to lie. Hmm. Yeah, so, fa- fa- uh, he just looked weird facially. Yeah, well, the, he he kind of looked almost like he was, like, painted. Yep. Like, it, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't look right. Look it up. Trust me. Do it during the break. We'll look it up. But I, I think he looks much better in the actual set photos. Um, so, Avengers Infinity War. is uh, this, It's no longer going to be part one and part two. Part one is still going to be called Inve- uh, Avengers Infinity War. Or... Just the next Avengers movie is going to be called Infinity War. And then, right. And then whatever the one after that is now back to unnamed. Untitled Avengers film. Right. That's actually what they're calling it. Oh, okay. Well, that that makes total sense. So I don't know where that's, I don't know where that's going. I don't know if that's because they're going to wrap up Infinity War faster than they thought. maybe. Maybe. You know, maybe, maybe they have plans in other movies to address some things and maybe they can always come on. back to it. you know they, they get to filming on infinity war and they realize well yeah we really do gotta spread this across two films so uh guess what we're back there you go super hottie choice brie larson will appear in both films i'm totally okay with that um, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. all right um i think i have uh you know what I, we have some product for segment two too so let's bounce through some of these other things real quick Netflix also set the premiere date for Christopher Guest's next movie, Mascots. It's going to debut on Netflix on October 13th. Um, we still haven't seen a full trailer for it yet, but we did see a promotional image. But we don't need to. What do you mean? We don't need to see a trailer for it. 
It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was a little worried. I, yeah, I, well, because what? what? Because what? I'm upset about the Rocketeer we're, thing? We're well, both no, on guard for a minute there. Honestly, though, honestly, and you know, I historically speaking, I like Christopher Guest movies. Yes. With the exception of For Your Consideration, which I hated. Right. But For Your Consideration really was a different... It broke. He it broke, broke his own. He broke his yeah. own thing. And the other things that he's been involved in, he did that show that was on HBO. The HBO show. What the, uh, hell is it the Family Tree one, something Ancestors like, or something like no. that. And it was with Chris O'Dowd. Christopher Guest was in it. Family Tree. Family Tree. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Chris O'Dowd was the star. Christopher Guest was in it, and he <clears throat> wrote and produced, I believe. And that went back to that documentary style. Um, uh, it did. But it's Chris Best O'Dowd. Yeah, I love I, Chris O'Dowd. I, I didn't like him in that at all. Oh, my God. I think he is so funny. In, in Family Tree, did you watch it? I did. I watched all of it. I was oh. actually really bummed that it got canceled. Hmm. I wasn't that um, big of a fan. I thought maybe, uh, I thought for your consideration and this kind of confirmed that Christopher Guest was in a bit of a slump. However, Mascots, it looks to me, is going to snap him right out of that. Yep. And we have some other guest uh, favorites returning. Parker Posey, <laughs> yeah. Jane Lynch, Fred Willard, Ed Bagley Jr. Um, who else did I see on there that I know? Uh, Bob Balaban. Bob Balaban. Jennifer Balaban. Coolidge. Uh-huh. Um, Jennifer no Coolidge. Eugene Levy, though. Jennifer Coolidge I'm by that. is, well, yeah, there's no what's-her-name either. Uh, I know. Not, not uh, no, Catherine. Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara. Yeah. Yeah, no cap. But, uh, but Bob Balaban like, uh, never works. Uh, Stifler's mom. Stifler's mom. And she's on uh, Two Broke Girls, too. Bob Balaban works. I it's feel like I never see him every, in anything. It's just he just works so infrequently. Yeah. Like, he's in. He is the ultimate mellow guy in he any really movie. Is. Yeah. He's in my favorite. Um, uh, what's his name movie? I'm going to sit here and struggle with this for 10 minutes. Um, uh, 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 Moonrise Kingdom. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and again, perfect part for Bob Balaban, mm. you know, and I just think it's just if it's something that really fits, I think Bob yeah. Balaban works. If it doesn't, I think Bob Balaban does other produces and other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Look, right. He's also Bob Balaban is also a writer. Writes, yeah. directs, and, and et cetera. I, I'm sure that this is really like Christopher Guest saying, I've got a role for you. And Bob Balaban saying, of course, because uh, I've done everything with exactly. you. Almost everything. With exactly. You. So he's um, been in all of them, hasn't he? Yes, I think he has. He was definitely in Guffman, definitely in Guffman, definitely in Best for Show, a uh, Best of Show. Mm-hmm. Was he, he was definitely he in, in Mighty Wind? Was he in Mighty Wind? Yeah, okay. Yep. So, so yeah. Then, yeah, he's been in all of them, I, and I think he was in For Your Consideration. I think so too. too. So uh, he, is he, yeah, he? Now it's not Christopher Guest, but it's what kicked off Christopher Guest. Does, doesn't he show up on Spinal Tap as well? I don't remember. Bob Balaban? Yeah, he's he might. Tap. I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that. But uh, yeah, I, he no, shows up in Close Encounters. I was kind of hoping. Yes, he does. I was kind of hoping that Harry Shearer was going to pop in there. I just well, I no, love Harry Shearer. Well, I mean, yeah. the, there we could end up with cameos too. This this of list course. this oh, is yeah. who is starring in the show. Right. And the, uh, this is a, a film, right? Not a yes, show. It we, it's a just a one shot film. And this uh, also didn't. We, confirm... we may see Eugene Levy and uh, and Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. Yet, and, uh, this um, also didn't Harry. confirm whether he, whether Christopher Guest is actually. Well, he's in the promo shot. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah, he's the giant hand. <laughs> okay. So the premise of the movie, by the way, mascots. It's, it's mascots, yeah. but it's it's the award ceremony, right. That mascots from di- various like schools and sporting, sporting events or whatever, events, right? Um, they all compete for. I forget what the what the award is called. Yeah, it's but, called the, like the fluffy. or yeah, something, something right? like that. Yeah. Um, and so Cute the, pro- award. the promo image is a bunch of them. 
and sitting next to their respective mascots. And I'm pretty positive Christopher Guest is the giant hand. Yeah, it really, I mean, if he's going back to form, I just think it's probably going to be a tremendous film. So good for Netflix for picking it up. And I'm glad uh, to see that he's not kind of taking the last two sort of not so great hits and kind of moving on anyway. I hope I hope he continues to make these style of movies. Absolutely. Forever. 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 I'm Forever. totally down with that. Because again with 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 the misstep that I that I think is for your consideration, the other 3 um were all home runs. True. I mean, uh, and I, and I, a lot of people go back to Guffman. You know, we yeah. started with Guffman. I know. We were fortunate enough to, to start with that. Yep. But a lot of people didn't know him until Best in Show. Right. And there were some people that didn't even know him until A Mighty Wind. Right. I think Guffman, I, Best in Show and Mighty Wind I saw in the theater. Mm-hmm. Guffman I did not. I did. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, if you haven't yeah, seen any of those fan. movies, holy shit. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's the day of the show, y'all. <laughs> it is the day of the, the show, show, y'all. Oh, I love Parker I go back to the DQ. All right, last thing in segment one, real Holy quick. Holy cow, long PlayStation Network has canceled the Power Series, and no, and one, no one is surprised. <laughs> I'm glad we were on the same page there. But, of Strange course. Strange place for that, of, yeah. of course, Bendis, being the, uh, you know, the ass that he is, says, we'll see, you know, since they were generating so many uh, hits and views, apparently. I didn't know that this was available on YouTube. Is it, is but it on Red? But or? he says, it's very interesting, that wording. A Powers episode generated 4.5 million views. I I want to say they might have released the pilot on YouTube. There are people BTS who behind believe, the scenes behind the scenes yeah. who believe in us. Uh, and and then he says we'll see. I I just think I have not heard fantastic things about this. No, show. nothing. And. and right, and it also kind of flies very much under the radar. I said yeah. from the beginning that I was excited for the idea of a power show and it's only because but why would you put it on playstation network and i'm a playstation well, guy but yeah. why would you put it there because no one else wanted it I don't know. hulu didn't want it netflix didn't want it. i mean I, I don't know that's weird to me it's weird listen th- the reason that we're so disappointed of course is because the book is amazing oh, it yeah. is if you've oh, never yeah. read the book i think they just like omnibus yeah a whole bunch of it like I mean, real art is iconic bendis is writing it's some of the bendis's best writing it, agreed. I, I argue agreed. it is his best work that he's you know, put out yet um mm-hmm. I, I like some of his spider-man stuff i like some of his ultimate spider-man stuff early on early yeah. on it's before um, his head got too big to fit in the yeah. room but, i like the, the depth and the originality of this but, i think mm-hmm. is but uh, powers strong as he's got and, and powers was a great way to try to figure out how to Give us a modern day Watchmen without really giving us a modern day Watchmen. Right, hmm. that's really what it was, yeah. sort of. Um, and it, it's great if you haven't read Powers, go yeah, back and totally. read. I mean, Who Killed Retro Girl, which is the name of the first trade, is probably one of the best five or six issue story arcs. Yep. Oh, spectacular! In, in like current modern, co- is it? Is that still modern? I think it is. Right? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Current modern comic book history. It like, can't be like it, ten years old yet, can it? Oh god, it's older than uh, ten. It's years. more than ten oh, years old. Yeah, oh definitely. yeah, it's got to be. I, I bet it's I bet it's not much over, but I bet it's at least. Oh 10 years. my God, OG, you're getting old. I know. Seriously, I know. I mean, you know, Just you were already what, like sixty or seventy five when that came out, right? Wow. Woo. Woo. All right. With that, that was sixty or seventy five percent funny. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, when we come back, uh, from our break, Big Kev is going to be portrayed by a young African-American pilot <laughs> in 1942. 
And this is Overload. You laugh now. Wait till it happens. Build the Millennium Falcon. A one-to-one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail. Complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. Okay, PK, so why that song? I'll get into it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I heard that once. All right. BuildTheMillenniumFalcon.com. Yes. BuildTheMillenniumFalcon.com. Is that English? Build, it's, it, it was when it started. Oh. BuildMillenniumFalcon.com, <laughs> uh, one of the finest uh, collectibles to come down the pike in quite some time. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about the next one yet or not. Other people have public knowledge? Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, to follow up the Millennium Falcon and OG and I absolutely sweating this decision, yeah. they're going to be doing R2-D2. I know. That's and a tough one. Unbelievable. Apparently, it looks amazing. It's going to be fully rendered and powered and things. And I'm just... One. I'm just... Yeah. I know. That's a tough one. Oof. That's a tough sell. Yep. We're going to have to talk about that. So, yes. BuildMillenniumFalcon.com. Yes. Of course, go to the website. Check out the video. There's a phone number you can call if you want to order one. That's 877-544-6779. Yep. And uh, get on board. Yeah, definitely check that out. And keep your eyes peeled for R2. It's not, it's not yet. It hasn't started no, in the U.S. Not yet. yet. For our U.K. listeners, uh-huh. it is available in the U.K. Correct. Already, it is. Yeah. Uh, but not in the U.S. Yet. Fortnightly. So. Yes. Fourth, yes. Fourth nightly. Yes. Fortnightly. Fort. 12 days. Fortnightly. 14 days, 12 days, fortnightly. Is it, isn't a fortnight 12 days? In that I, I have no idea. All right. Anyway, uh, of hey, course. Hey, do you know what a fortnight is? <laughs> Give us a call at the GVM line. Fortnight 25, 620, uh, 92. Jesus Christ. Oh, your uh, joke went no. awry. Oh, like, try to be a smarty. Damn it. So, yeah, let's try that again. That's uh, 425-920-6050. Yeah, let us, and let us know what a – and now I can just see – how many Brit- British people are going to be calling this program? Ah, or, or sending us hit messages. Uh-huh. Right together. Fran, Matt, Matt, J- James, Mark, Mark, James. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. So, Snodgrass Art. Yeah, man. Shop uh, snodgrassart.com. That's right. And with the code Big Kev, you, you get, get 15% off your first order. But, OG, what is Snodgrass Art? Darkly whimsical sci-fi and robot artwork for your home and brain and everywhere else. They have uh, wearable apparel, everywhere phone else. cases. Everywhere else. Yeah, put it in your bathroom. Okay. Put it in your office. All right. Print starting at only $5. Tattoo on your kid's ass. <laughs> original works as well as phone cases, T-shirts, and more. Uh, you can follow um, Mr. It's, it's definitely Craig, right? Yes. Uh, you can definitely follow definitely Craig. Craig. At Snodgrass Art, and uh, yeah, definitely check it out. And uh, I want to uh, make a very quick uh, informal, formal introduction. Uh, George from October Toys, meet Craig from Snodgrass. Craig, here's your in to talk to George. 
He wants to talk to you, George. He's going to reach out. Oh, there you go. oh, we're making uh, we're making things happen. We're making connections. There I got an email today. Yeah. from from old Craig from Snodgrass. Definitely he's like, Craig. He's like, hey, by the way, do you happen to know George from October Toys? And like a brother yeah. from another mother. So that's one paragraph. And then the next paragraph is, holy shit, you just mentioned George from October Toys. So that's pretty funny. Yeah. So he was listening and typing. Uh huh. And uh, yes, so you two should talk. There you go. Let's move on. Let's move on. With the program. Uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, Is this how we're rounding out the evening? And here we go. Uh, Last I checked, it was 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so it's gone down. Now, let me say this. I don't give two fucks about the critics' review on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't. Fine. I've said that before on other movies. No problem. As as you shouldn't. And if I say it on one end, I gotta say it on the other end. Right. Now, so there you go. We're also going to preface this discussion by yeah. saying also, no one, statistically, nobody in this room has seen this movie. Right. We are discussing the reviews. Right. We are discussing the uh, 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 the reception right. of the movie. We are discussing Some of the what other nonsense. people are discussing. That's what we're doing here. Uh, I also will say that I Next still want to. I still want to see the movie. Oh yeah, I do too. Um, I like it. There's some things that are very disheartening that I've heard. That whatever the critics' ratings are, there are things that are dis- disheartening. Oh yeah. Um, have you read any? This isn't. You're not. I I know nothing about Suicide Squad. Okay. No, I've never read a Suicide Squad book. Of no, but have yeah, you, you have you to. followed any of this new story? We're not going to spoil anything for you, are we? That no, you he care about care. or don't care about uh, about the film? Yeah, no, I, I don't. Okay, I don't good. care. Good. I don't know that I'm going to see it. Yeah, I, okay. I think I'll wait until uh, until I get your opinion. Wait, and, I, and if, and if you're listening, it, I don't want to have it spoiled. Yeah. And if you're listening and you care to go into the movie blind, which is fine, tune out and dumb. Tune tune out for 15 minutes or so. Okay. It is not being well received. No, and that is the grossest understatement yeah. you've ever made. I mm. mean, one reviewer Re- b- compared it to fucking Sucker Punch. Yeah. No, Holy no, shit. No, fuck that one, because I, I don't entirely hate Sucker Punch. No, the Rolling <laughs> Stone review. That's the one. Did he compare that to Sucker Punch? Yes. No. Uh, no, you're he, confusing He compared it, it to Fantastic Am Four. I? He oh. said, yeah, the Rolling Stone review said that Fantastic Four was better. <laughs> wow. So, well, or I think this made Fantastic Four look good. Okay. So that, that's indirectly saying Fantastic <laughs> Four was better. That's mincing words at that point. Um, look, it is, it is, it is not being critically no. received at all. It's being shit upon horrifically. And, and, well, and there's a couple of things. Oh, go ahead. God, I don't want to cut you no, off. No, as far as being critically received, Kev asked, you know, why why the choice of the Rejoiner song of uh, of uh, Dire Straits' "Money for Nothing," right? And it's it's a new new commentary yes. on on these these vile critics that and how they they take these these enormous payoffs and they're swimming in their money. They're I know. just swimming in money like Scrooge fucking McDuck uh, to take these payoffs to collude together to conspire against films to beef up Marvel's. Uh, profile and shit on DC, well, and it's got to stop, man. Well, I it's think really, it's seriously got to stop. I think I've only gotten I, I my think... first two checks um, <laughs> for my Ghostbusters review. Oh, I'm still waiting funny. on the third and fourth. Right, right, right. So oh, they man, should be coming funny. soon. Um, yeah, no, uh, I, that's not where I were. I, that's not where I thought you were going with that, though. But that's brilliant. Let's yeah. talk about that for one second. Sure, one second, because I don't want to go off on a humongous tangent. Oh, no, we're talking about all the facets. But really, black female rocketeer? Like, that's where we're going? Like, that's where we need... No, no. All right, all right, seriously. 
Let, no, I want to talk about what PK yeah. said. I think it's de- <laughs> I think it's honestly deplorable, deplorable if that's the case. That said, it's not just the reviewers shitting on those right. Warner Brothers films. And, and critics are not colluding it's, to shit on forget, a movie collectively. Forget the critics. Do you know a person who has seen either one of the two films introducing this universe that has been like, that is some spectacular I, I know a lot of people yeah? who liked Batman vs. Superman. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have some, I, uh, some I, folks I I'm follow. Serious. and Like, not legit, that, all right. really, really like I have it. never met a person. I've never talked to a person right. who was like, that was a great movie. I can't wait to see what they do. But uh, shout out. Uh, I, I got a, somebody I follow on Twitter. I may or may not listen to this program, but old, uh, at Durful Macklin. Okay. Uh, Scott Stamper on Twitter, um, fun guy to follow, and 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 I have optimism about movies. Yeah. This guy even goes past that, and actually is is a proponent of of he's one of the one of the best defenders of Batman versus Superman, and actually makes me feel like good about at least you know he's got a good defense other than fuck you yeah. Marvel. You know he actually stands behind the behind the film. So there are there are fans we, out there. I was going to say we fans. have fans that listen to this show that liked Batman versus yeah. Superman that have, that we've interacted with either on the show itself or via social media. So and and your friend on that other program uh, in at the uh, that little uh, brewery. Uh, oh, visit. he loved Batman versus yeah. Superman. I, I know you dug him. <laughs> that too. clown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I I don't. He's not a clown because he liked the movie. He's a clown for other reasons. Yeah. But anyway. So, so Suicide Squad, not being well-received. No, where I thought you were going um, when you started explaining that song, I thought you were talking about money for nothing. Um, that's that's what they, the money they spent was. Well, no, mm-hmm. no. It, so, so naturally, whenever a film starts to tank right. like this, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it is going to tank because it is already trending to be the biggest August opener ever. Right, the box office is going to be great this weekend, no matter what the reviewers yep. say. I'm sorry. Now, the second weekend, I can't uh, speak. Drop for. off number, but gonna the be first a, weekend is going to do doozy. just fine. Sure, there are diehards for everything. I, I don't disagree with that. But where I thought you were going was whenever you start to see a movie happen, when this starts to happen with the early reviews, one of the first things that starts to bubble up to the surface is all of these behind-the-scenes sources talking about trouble on the set. Oh yeah. Producers interfering, directors being told not what to do because the studio wants this or the studio wants that. Remember, it happened with Fantastic Four. It happened with uh, and, Batman Superman. It mm-hmm. happened, and, and with this, Isn't the reshoots. Sick? Yeah. Right. The reshoots we're hearing now was because there was meddling and it's stuff that David Iyer didn't want to put into the film. And Warner Brothers spent all of this extra money for nothing because it didn't clearly help and isn't he uh, I, I mean am i that's wrong? where i thought you were going gotcha okay I, I may be i may be wrong about this but did i see somewhere online today or yesterday that he's already coming out and starting to defend his choices on the movie like i i thought i had read that maybe somewhere i could be wrong he, he did have some commentary about yeah, it which did, I, I haven't right? seen i saw the tweets alluding to yeah. it so he he has had some stuff to say already uh, as I'm, far look, as what he says i don't know i'm yet. glad that he's standing behind it unlike josh trank who fucking Oh, fuck Josh bitch on, yeah. with Fantastic Four. I mean, look, if David Iyer is standing behind it, and he thinks that his vision it was played out properly, and these other things are just bullshit. That's fine. Okay. I think he's probably totally his the baby. He's going to defend right it. And any any of director course. that puts their heart into it into a film, you know, if if they're not sure. a a, uh, a hack that's just been yeah. been thrown into it and hired for a paycheck, if they believe in the film, they're going to defend it. He has, absolutely, I expect that. But um, um, that's what well, we should. Well, a lot of the criticism seems to be along the lines of what 
we have been discussing with regards to our reactions to the two trailers, with regards to the uh, the sort of silly lines and the sort of uh, you know the oh uh, we some kind of suicide squad and lines like let's go save the world yeah. When the review says Viola Davis is the is the is, is the, the scariest, scariest thing in the movie, movie. Mm-hmm. that is fantastic. Good for Viola Davis because I mean well, I love her and how, I hate Amanda I know, Waller. And, so. how, and how great a performance do you have to give? In all honesty, I I want to see this performance because how great a performance do you have to give when you have all of those fucking bad guys in a movie and the review is like forget all of them. She's the fucking evil yeah. one. Holy shit. Um, and then some other things that we're hearing, things like there are certain roles. We're going to get to the big role in a second. There are certain roles <laughs> that are severely downplayed. Downplayed. Like Boomerang is in it for like, like a, a couple of minutes, minutes in the beginning and then kind of is like relegated yeah, to the back row. Just fades in the background. Similar, something similar with Croc. Yep. I read. Uh, not Croc so much the other guy, the rope guy. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Slipknot. Slipknot. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, a pyro, uh, pyro doesn't use his ability to use his pyro because he's morally, yeah, he's, he's a his mor- his conscience, uh. which is the, in- the exact opposite of what this is supposed to be. Right. This was supposed to be balls to the walls. We're bad guys. That's what we do. Like, yeah. that's what this was supposed to be. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's the Joker. Now I have not necessarily heard that his role is bad. That he's bad in the role. Actually, the Rolling Stone review said some of his parts were chilling and scary. The problem is that he is the lead in every trailer that we've seen since Inception. And apparently he's in the movie for like three minutes. Yeah. I think it's 12 minutes is what I actually read. Yeah. Um, Not very fucking long. He's been relegated to a glorified walk-on walk on. Yeah, is what the Rolling Stone great, review great said. Jesus. That really um, was a great review. I mean that that's that's kind of disheartening. I, I mean, I thought he was going to be the big bad. I thought he was the villain, well, which we learn. Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! It's Enchantress. She's the villain, which everybody has been leading towards anyway. Yeah. That, that's been the second runner sure. up. Um, but I really thought it was going to be Joker. The one good thing that I will say that has not come out, and I can imagine that this has not leaked. If it was the case, he's not Jason Todd or. Dick Grayson, or any, I can't imagine that if that actually was the case, that someone wouldn't have revealed that at this point. That would have been okay. out already. So, so that's not happening. I'm well, guessing. and and there's also been no, uh, uh, there's also been no inclination of exactly who he is at all. So that's good. He should be ambiguous. No, I I totally agree yeah. with you. I couldn't agree with you more. However, that said, uh, it's certainly if it is something that they're planning on doing. First, number one. If they didn't do it in this movie and they intended to do it later on, I think the backlash from the rumor alone has probably yeah, canceled that, that, that idea. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and second, I'm kind of glad in, in, in a few ways, I'm kind of glad that, that they kind of sort of relegated him to the background a little bit, I have to say. One, because this is not his movie. This is not his movie. This is not his – this is not his – with all due respect – Harley Quinn aside, this is not his place. I, I, well, I hear that she steals the show. 
well, that she's the standout. But that's to no one's surprise. Because you knew if they were going to do a movie about Suicide Squad that she was in, that they were clearly going to angle it towards Of course. Her. She has the most screen time of any character in the film, I heard. Yeah, but I'm Where's not... Will Smith going, what the fuck? I'm not surprised by that. I'm a little surprised. I'm not surprised by that at all. But he, and, but he and Margot are really good friends in real life. Yes. Like, they've done another film together. Yes. Uh, like, last year, two years ago. Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. No, no. sir. <laughs> that was a good film it's for Margot Robbie other Margot for Robbie. other reasons, but <laughs> oh, no. I know. Uh, no, I don't know what it was. They did a film together. I want to say it was about a year or two ago. Uh, and I understand that they're really good friends. So maybe there was something in there with regards to, well, she's going to get more screen time than you, Will Smith, in a summer movie. Uh, you know, Mr. July or whatever the fuck they call them. Mm. Uh, you know, like, I'm I, I'm okay with that. It, none of it's unexpected. Yes, I heard she gave a great performance. Um, but but I, I have to say, as a humongous Joker fan, I'm glad. I'm glad they relegated him. I'm glad he appears in different costume every time you see him. I think that's yeah. one of the things that they said. I'm glad for that because that seems right along the lines. There's a lot about Jared Leto that I know and have seen so I far heard he that was I don't like. A glorified like. mobster owns a strip club. Cut, yeah, I, I, I've heard that too. Yeah, um, but I I have to say, like, I, just one more time, I, I'm I'm really kind of glad. I didn't want it to go in that direction. If he's gonna have his own. Here's, he's going to have his own feet. He's going to have yeah. to stand with he, Ben Affleck. Here, here's a Jared Leto thing, though. He was so, you know, method and all uh, of these pranks uh, and all of the that. dead rats. They have to call him condoms. Joker on the set. Yeah. Yeah. And all that horse shit nonsense. Grow exactly. Air grow, the, grow the fuck up. For, that's, for 12 that's minutes not the work. of screen yeah. time? Yeah. He was he was an asshole on set for twelve minutes. Of sc- Fuck you, Jared Leto. Air had to call him Mister J. I don't care if he no. is the best fucking Joker to ever grace the screen. Which I'm not he saying isn't. he isn't. Or I'm not saying he's going to be. I don't care if it turns out that he is. You're a douche. Be an actor. You yeah. as a person, be an actor. You're a douche. Yeah, that's I, not acting. That's not the fucking. No, it, this shit drives me. Fucking bad. That's that's being not the a work. Douche. That's not the fucking work. Anyway, uh, I I really like I said we have been on this since the casting, and I haven't seen it yet, so I am not going to pass judgment. But all I can say is, largely the choices I've seen so far are disappointing. Mm. So the the ray of sunshine and what we're talking about today is that he's not in there that yes. much. That's great. That he has a lot of different costume changes. That's even great. That's a different take than the Heath Ledger sure. take, which I appreciate because you, you're just not going to capture that character ever that well again on film. Right. God, it's no. done. It's over. That said, I'm glad they decided to go that route with it. This is clearly the clown prince of crime. You think this is the clown prince? Yeah, yeah. I would say maybe a little if bit. If he's closer. a mobster, yeah. The way, just the way he acts and yeah. looks, and he, he, he's a no. No, the Heath Ledger, that was the anarchist Joker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This is the clown prince. I, 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 yeah, I think I agree with that. And, and, and I'm I, okay with that. We'll, we'll see it. And we'll, I'm okay with I that. I think that'll hammer that yeah. home, probably. But that said, again, I, I think a lot of the choices they made with regards to his character, like the grills and the tattoos and yeah. all that stuff, just all bad Listen, choices. And, and I want to say, I still want to see this. I might still go oh, yeah. see this next week. Oh, yeah. And so we're again, we're just telling you um, I, uh, we're just telling you that it isn't being well received and don't 
don't be surprised if this doesn't do gangbusters or if there's a drop off or if or if other reviewers if, if audience reviews come in negative because even yeah. Batman vs Superman even the people who liked it there were still a lot of people who didn't right the other thing uh quickly um I guess spoiler alert again <laughs> um uh Ezra Miller is makes a cameo in the film oh. he is the mid credit stinger there is no after credit but he is the mid credit and Batman's stinger. in the movie yeah, but we knew that. Oh, yeah. and I heard Affleck was fine. Although I think he plays do- pr- prominently in the first act. Yes. And then kind of fades away. Yeah. Mm. Um, He's in the first bit, I think, with Joker and Harley, and I think that's I, Right. And, and, I, and then I, fades away. I have a plea to our, our listener base. Uh, if, if, if any of you are, are in the camp uh, where critics are out to get Warner Brothers and DC films um, <sighs> and so on and so forth and taking such umbrage to other people's opinions and all that stuff, please stop. That's number one. Number two, please don't sign the petition going around. There's an actual petition going around to shut down Rotten Tomatoes uh, but did he, by did, DC fanboys. But have you seen this, though? Do you know, in case you didn't know, there's a petition, right? It's because they're saying that Rotten Tomatoes sure. has these critics and the critics at Rotten Tomatoes. The critics at Rotten Tomatoes. So the guy who started the petition is clearly about as brilliant as my door. Lur- um, look up the word aggregator, sir. Yeah. Uh, uh, Was he at the brewery? Uh, no, <laughs> the critics of Rotten Tomatoes are paying or or somehow encouraging or involved in these right. negative reviews towards Warner Brothers DC superhero films. Did you know? Little known fact, hugely known fact. Everybody fucking knows this. Um, Warner, or maybe not everybody, but a lot of people know this. Uh-huh. Warner Brothers is a stakeholder in Rotten Tomatoes. They own thirty percent of the company. Yep. Right. So first of all, if you take down Rotten Tomatoes. That's going to hurt Warner Brothers, and maybe you don't see any more DC films. And why would they go against their own films? Wouldn't they be mm-hmm. going against Marvel films if that was the case? Yeah. No. No, it's dumb. You're dumb. Yeah. You're an ass. Yeah. yeah. If you think that these reviewers are being paid to negatively... The reviewers might be pompous douchebags. That's fine. And many of them are. Exactly. But they're not doing it to be paid or they're, This is so fucking stupid. Exactly. They're doing it because... They They're don't like because, the movies. Yeah, because the movies are bad. Right. I mean, let, I mean, let's just. I mean, in this their is opinion, now, the movies are bad. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm only drawing opinions on the two films, and I say three because I count Green Lantern, even though no one else wants to. Mm. Those three films, yes. which were intended to be the basis of this universe, were terrible. But I'm, what I'm saying is that I don't, I can't place credence. No. In reviewers' I, reviews. I got it. Because I have said it before, and, re- and I'll go with the most recent example. I really liked Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. really, really liked Ghostbusters. We, we, I liked it, too. We are all our <laughs> own reviewers. Yeah. Right. And at the end of the day, we are responsible and solely responsible yeah. for what we enjoy and and how we enjoy it. Period. And to to take such credence and vehemence towards critics that that differ from your opinion uh it 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 blows me away and it's it's just it's society i guess now at this point our connectivity i mean you see it in the political race you see it in sports you know now now it's in our movies this is ridiculous this is everybody wins and and you need to understand that everybody wins with these comic book movies that we have when when the three of us in this room when we were kids and I hate to sound like the generic old yeah. guy, but these kids today don't know how fucking good they have it. Oh, th- these kids. Uh, you know, here, here's another thing. Pers- we had the yeah. Captain America oh. with that fucking gymnast, for Christ's yeah. sakes. Here's the another thing. I, Watch that movie. Someone told me today um, on Twitter that I'm just a Marvel fanboy 
and that I don't want these movies to succeed, oh, right? For fuck's sake. We, we want to see these. Yeah. Everybody my, wins when my, we see them succeed. My, my response is, I have been a long-time Batman fan. I'm a huge Batman fan. Mm-hmm. I am a Joker fan. Not Big Kev big, but I am a Joker fan. Sure. I like Green Lantern. I hate Superman. You gotta cross him off the equation. Yeah. I fucking hate that character. I always will. I always love him. But that's fine. Never like him. But I, I like Harley Quinn. I like I like other DC characters. Yeah. I uh, want nothing who's, more. Who's that one that you like? Yeah, but he'll he'll never make this universe. <laughs> Green Arrow. Uh, you hope. I hope. I want nothing more than for these movies to be amazing. I want them to all be great movies so Absolutely. I can go yeah. and watch them and uh, relish uh, in the it. amazingness of my world coming and to life in a that great would be the way of what we have. I want to if escape. both big comic giants sure. can have success, uh, if, if, if DC can match Marvel's success, they're not... There's no, they're, yes, they're competing with each other, but they're also not. But here's the problem. It's, it's it, all, we're all going to take it in. Here's the problem that Warner Brothers is having. They're trying so hard to catch up, overtake, mimic, that they're not doing it right. They're it's, not taking the time to build and do it right. It's over. It's over. This is my next question. Hold on. Prognosis for the future. If this shits the bed as hard as as Uh we're we're seeing now with the reviews and and, and the the second weekend drop off, maybe that's monumental again. What's the prognosis for the the, the universe at this point? Best case scenario. Best case scenario. And I I emailed Uh it to both of you today. Wonder Woman is a brilliant trilogy of films. I I still think Justice League is is I I still think. No, I I don't. I agree. along, right? I, I, I think. Wonder Woman is going to be fine. Amazing. I think it's going to be really good. I think the solo fleck Batman movie is going to be fine. And I think that Justice League still has the potential to be fine. I don't agree. I so don't what, think. What Matt's saying is. There's a big difference between mostly dead and all dead. Exactly. I, I What I don't think you're going to see is. I don't think you're going to see the Aquaman solo movie. I don't think you're going to see a Green Lantern solo movie. I think those those secondary I understand they're not necessarily secondary characters, but in the film universe, they're secondary. I'm characters. I'm not going to argue with you. I know, but but some people. Aquaman is part of the original seven. He's really not a DC secondary character mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. Neither in the Marsh- film, there's Martian Manhunter. I understand, but in the film franchise, right. he's a secondary character. Sure, I'm sorry. Agreed. The Flash solo movie, all of those movies, those are the movies that are in jeopardy, because Warner Brothers is going to sit back, <laughs> and they are really going to think long and hard. About the gambles that they can take and the gambles they cannot take. They're not going to pull Wonder Woman. It's done or almost done. It's the first female superhero to hit the big screen in a solo film. It's got, it looks amazing. Gal Gadot is going to do a fine job. Yep. People still love Ben Affleck. Even the people who hate this movie said his part was fine. They liked him in Batman vs. Superman even though the rest of the movie stunk. Uh, Aquamartha. He's, Have he's, you seen he was that the, meme, the one meme, by the way? glowing thing from that. Um, I think that movie is fine. But I think all of those other slightly cyborg, yeah, oh, all, no. those movies are in I'm, peril. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you. By and large, I think Wonder Woman's gonna be amazing, and I think that uh, that's where they're gonna beat Marvel to the punch, because Marvel would not commit to a Black Widow movie, would not commit to. I mean, Captain Marvel will be the first female. Marvel character to get her own her own film and that's not coming until 2019 yes so 
this is where DC is going to beat Marvel, and that's and it looks really, really good. I mean, at least Marvel, though. Uh, well, had, you're right. I, no, there, there I, is no at least. I, I yes, had, you're I, right. I had more. Oh, here, I'm sorry. So, and I agree with you. The secondary films, I think, are in terrible danger. And more than in terrible danger, I think we're going to start seeing them get cut. Get that's cut. what I think. Yep. Um, and I think if they're smart, that's what they'll do. Now, that said, I think... And I think maybe you and I disagree on this. I think Justice League is already ruined. I think Justice League can't possibly be successful for any number of reasons. And I'll just give you like three. One, Cyborg, both Cyborg and Flash look terrible. They look I disagree with you. Okay, that's fine. I I think they look terrible. Two, Bruce Wayne does not cut jokes with anyone. He doesn't cut jokes. Maybe Alfred, but he doesn't cut. He doesn't sit and cut jokes with Wonder Woman. That has never happened, and that's the direction they want this. That's that's the overcorrection to Marvel. That's what it is. You saw it right there because no, no Batman, no Batman, Ben Affleck, like anybody else, no Batman is going to sit there and ha ha elbow me in the ribs. With the, uh, uh, no, he didn't want to do it. No, he said no. Uh, whatever it is. Whatever their the Batman, banter. maybe not. But, I, I mean, previous film Batmans have had their, their little, uh, well, not I shouldn't say Batmans. Film Bruce, Bruce Wayne's yeah. have certainly had their, their wisecracks certainly. and their, their as uh, Bruce jokiness. Wayne. But he's not Bruce Wayne when he's talking to Wonder Woman. Well, he's Wonder not, he's Woman not in the cowl. If Bruce Wayne is the disguise and Batman is who he is, which is what he says all the time. Mm-hmm. He's not cutting jokes with Wonder Woman, who knows who he is. He's cutting jokes with Alfred, maybe Alfred. He's cutting jokes with uh, the Board of Trustees or or whatever Playboy people he's keeping up the act doing. He's just not – I'm sorry. That's just not the character. Now, that said, that said, I agree with you. What I hope is that the standalone Ben Affleck Batman movie is amazing because that is possibly – possibly with in combination with Wonder Woman could give this some life again. Possibly. Yeah. Well, it's possibly. An, I mean, it's, it's in the hands of a great be, direction. And he, just, he was spectacular. At it's that, just so. not going to be. Yeah, he's a great film. I, I'm just, oh, whatever you think of him or not, he's a great filmmaker. Yeah. And that said, I really, and he's so invested in this. I totally agree. I did not like the footage from justice league. I think uh, it's I, not, yeah, I, I did not enjoy I, that. I, I think it's going to be bad. And I don't think it's doing itself any favors, especially if Suicide Squad turns out to be the movie that the critics are saying that it is. And the two movies we have previous, and I'm still including Green Lantern, they have a real, real, real fucking problem on their hands. I, I don't disagree. I think that I think those movies, I think the big three are going to move forward and everything else is going to fall off. That's what I think. But look, let's see what happens with this movie. If audiences like it, yeah. and it and it does good at the box office... All right, let's, let's have this conversation in two but, weeks. But you know what, though? In all fairness, Batman vs. Superman, audience is liked, and Warner Brothers still considers it as being underperformed. So it did underperform. I, I, I know. Okay. I know. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, if this, even if it does good but underperforms, that, that's a problem. That's, that's going to be uh, na- nails in the coffin uh, for that. Speaking of nails in the coffin, yeah, that man. sounds like the wrap-up music to me. Well, we are at an hour and 20 minutes. This is such an overloaded fun-packed, filled episode. Well, this sounds like a good tile. (laughs) Yeah. 
tile. You should go with that. I did say tile. I was hoping you wouldn't catch that. It's tile. It sounds like a good tile. You know, even if I didn't catch it, I know there's at least one or two listeners that would have caught it. Of course. Sean from Nerd Church would have absolutely caught it. You could call the voicemail uh, 425-670-46-hike. Whatever the fuck I said before. 425-920-6050. That's it, man. That's the sound of a professional doing it from years and years of practice. <laughs> Don't forget, you can check us out online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. Uh, Amazon.bkgeekstuff.com if you want to support us through the affiliate link. Yes. Uh, PK has a plug I know he wants to toss out there. Yes, Dementia Americana at the New York Fringe Festival. Come see this play, you fuckers. There it is. That's what it is. Wow, we, nice we, plug. Thank you. We open uh, August 14th. We're going to be at Teatro Lateo. You can go to FringeNYC.org or FringeOnTheFly.com to purchase tickets. Please purchase tickets soon. They are moving. And, uh, yeah, I, I hope you come see it. It's uh, This is going to be a lot of fun, this show. New York uh, New York Renaissance Fair opens this weekend, too. Uh, this any, Sunday. Uh, yeah. I you think, going to that? Uh, we're planning I, to be there I, on I Sunday. I think we're planning on being there on Beautiful. Sunday. Beautiful. I think. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, man, I want to go. I think so. Do you do you work on Sunday? Well, that doesn't mean I can't go. <laughs> uh, so if any listeners or fans are going, uh, you know, maybe you'll see us floating about. Maybe. I don't have tickets yet, but I think I'm, I think I'm going to try to go. Um, uh, social media, you know where to find us. Yes. Uh, ah. And we should say that we are uh, launching the Telefriend uh, Dire promotion. Telefriend. The Telefriend promotion uh, starting today. Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Hey, you know what? There's a lot of you out there. But there's also a lot of you who know people who don't listen to this program. So what we want you to do is we want you to tell a friend about Big Kev's Geek Stuff. And we want you to have that friend uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on um, Instagram. uh, Follow us on Facebook. Check us out. And call the GVM line, 425-920-6050. And uh, tell us who your friend is. Uh, Tell us how you introduced Big Kev's Geek Stuff to them, and uh, we're going to be giving prizes away every week and uh, for the most amazing yeah. telefriends uh, that we get. And uh, yeah, use, that, use that PayPal button. Folks, yeah. PayPal all button. kidding aside, yeah. now's the time. Now's the time. Mm-hmm. Now's the time. If you th- we if we you, need it. If you ever listen to NPR yeah. during their pledge drive, yeah. you are going to hate this program in, uh, yeah. program in September. I'll give you a fucking oven mitt. I will personally draw you a tote bag. I, I mean, we'll figure it out. But that, if you look, if you're a longtime listener, if you're a new listener, there are certain things that we do. New York Comic Con being one of them. That, that's one of them. It would be it would be helpful. It would. Uh, but let's start with tell a friend. Yeah. So again, tell a friend. Get them out there. Tell them to follow us on all our social media, and then you give us a call at GVM line four two five nine two zero six zero five zero, and they give us a call at the GVM line four two five nine two zero six zero five zero. Not gonna let drunk Ken do it anymore. And, no, I'm done with drunk Ken. So no, no redemption uh, for me. And there will be prizes, people. Also, homework assignments. Watch Stranger Things for yes. next week because we are gonna. Talk. I hope I have seen Suicide Squad by next week. That's my Maybe. hope. Maybe. Yeah. All right. And with Ooh. that, Big Kev's. We will end this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff the way we end some episodes by saying, troll the respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music.
this So sad that it should come to this We try to warn you all the dear You may not share our intellect Which might explain your this 